Maybe number 19. I gotta go back and update the stuff because I just forgot because we just keep doing shows all the time. <laughs> so um, I've never heard that song and it made me so happy today. Yeah. So tell me where that Karma AJR. AJR. So tell me about them. What's the deal? Yeah. Um, so, first off, how I found this song. Um, I have Spotify, uh, and I had it from when I was a trivia host because mm-hmm. you have to like make your playlists and things oh, yes, like yes. that. Yeah, and, and I just kind of fell in love with it because now I have all these different playlists. Yes. And I have this one playlist called Pick Me Up, and that's on th- that's what's on here. Um, AJR has a few other numbers that I can't think right. of any of them right now, but they always have, I, I like it, uh, I like that whole upbeat sad thing. Oh, yeah. You know, there's something really beautiful yes. about that. And, if and they the look end, like... I mean, I just am going from a Spotify yeah. picture and dive way into it, but it looks like they kind of see themselves as like almost like a soundtrack to animation. Like they're, it's like very like. So that's not all of them, but yeah, they had yeah. some like music videos that were like animated, oh, and fun. I think they're brothers. Oh, but I wow. might be. Yeah. Is this how old is this song? This one, uh, not very old. Okay. I don't think. But yeah, it's just yeah. one of those things. So what happens with Spotify is you can also say, give me a radio based on this song. Yep, yep, yep. And so that's Love how it. I got this one based Love on it. that. I went to trivia last night for the oh, first hey. time in a long, long time because my friend Lisa, who you might have been on a show yeah. with before. Oh, Lisa and I uh, helped backstage for one of the 50 First Jokes. Oh, yes. So you know Lisa. So yeah. she has been doing trivia lately, and she does it at that's Cottage awesome. Inn on William. Does she do it with Sporkle or with a different... Sporkle. Hey. Oh, we just, sporkle. we were like passing Whoa. ships in the sea. Oh, really? Yeah, because that's where I worked. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so it was fun to watch her last night. She was, it, it was very natural for her uh-huh. to like... Just mess with people, you know, just yeah. and make jokes through the whole through the whole thing. Heck yeah, good for yeah. her. Yeah, it was fun, and I was terrible at it, just terrible. So, um, <laughs> so we're here with Shannon, and Shannon, do you want to go by Hallie? Haley? Oh, Shannon Haley. So, Shannon um, yeah, well, you know, it's one of those things. I don't like my last name. Okay, I mean, my family's fine, but the last name I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so when I wrote the book, I was like, I I felt that. Um, my my given last name Shannon Coon um, yeah. would be a little off putting like straight yeah. from the start and I was like I don't want that to be someone's first right. impression right and so um, right. yeah so Shannon Haley I guess you know is my written name until I kind of figure out right but right. life is a journey I still haven't figured things right. out never probably will maybe it'll just be Shannon <gasps> Shannon oh you know I looked up if I could Shannon. just go by Shannon Shmanon. like just Shannon <laughs> yeah, yeah and there was like an artist in the 1980s who had some sort of hit who went oh, by Shannon. Shannon only oh yeah I know that song. oh <laughs> I know that song I'm gonna look it up look uh, up one hit wonder Shannon 
Oh, look, there's me. Yes, Aww. yes. I, I'm not so going to be a one-hit wonder, talking, though, you guys. No, no, no. Look up one-hit wonder Shannon in the 80s because I remember this song, and I'm going to sing a bit of it. Um, so, yes, Shannon wrote a book, and yeah. here's how we got to doing it on the show. is <laughs> I, the, A friend of mine, Claire, um, oh, my God, Claire Broderick. Holy crap. I know too many Claire's. Um, let the music play. That's oh yeah, let, let the music, music play. play. Yeah. We started dancing, and love <gasps> took us into a groove. <laughs> that is, we started to move. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, girl. Shannon. So you can't be just Shannon. You got to be Shannon. Got to be Shannon Haley. Shannon or or Shannon um Shannon Lama Ding Dong. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? I could I have just been Shannon Lama Ding Dong or Sh- Shannon Lama. Shannon Shannon. No, somebody's probably doing Shannon. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. um, so my friend Claire Broderick runs a store called This That and the Otter Thing in Dee. Ipsy, and it has all this weird. Oh my gosh, you can get weird any weird little odd thing and. She made these wonderful branded cigarette boxes, and she was getting various artists to put little treats in them. Uh, and she was going to put them in one of those old school cigarette machines that you pull the the lever called thunk. What is that? Is it just called? Is this just what's this called? A pull? I don't know. Like a, anyway, a, a, yeah. The at the thing. The pull, you pull tab. The thing. <laughs> I don't know what is that. The knob. Name? The knob. You pull the knob. Oh my god! <laughs> I feel like an idiot. So no, I was she, br- little branded cigarette boxes that don't have cigarettes in them. She's going to put little treats in them. So I started writing these tiny stories um, that just get rolled up like a cigarette. And then I told Shannon about it, and Shannon yes. said, "I write tiny stories too." Yeah. <laughs> and I wrote a book, and I wrote a book of them, and I self-published it. And I'm like, "Oh no, we got to do it on the show." Uh, are we going to hear one of your stories today? We will. Yeah. We will. We'll do, but we're going to go through a regular set. No, of course. Yes, but yes. I mean like one of them from That's this it. box too. That's it. Oh yeah. Right? That's so cute. Well, I'm really so bummed that. that wish, Todd pulled up a picture of one of those old school pull knob cigarette yeah. machines. Yeah. And you said the problem was that these ended up being too big for. Yeah. They didn't fit in the machine. Which is the wrong bummer. size box. Yeah. So what I would love to know. Yeah. Shannon. One is, why did you pick that song? That song that, yeah. Ah, well, you know, um, I kind of got to, <laughs> um, well, for that, um, one of the reasons is this idea that uh, I wanted the books, I wanted the songs to kind of go along with the book in a yeah. different way. Yeah. And I I saw that as kind of like, I guess you could say the facade that people carry on top where they're just like, you know, I'm feeling all of this discontent underneath. Yeah. But no one can see it. And I swear I'm trying to be good. Yeah. And if you get to the end of the karma song, I love yeah. where at the end it's just like this ramble. Oh. Like this uh, this fast little ramble of, you know, I did this and should I keep doing that and should I keep doing this and <gasps> ah. And, and it's so beautiful because oh that's how gosh. the brain just starts racing sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, and so yeah. I thought it would be a good kind of opening number of... We all have these things hidden underneath us mm-hmm. that we feel like we can't share or we just don't share or... Yeah. And the idea, like the very simple message of the song is like, why aren't good things happening to me when I'm trying so hard to be good? Yes! I don't understand. Yeah! I'm confused. Where is this... Car- like I... This hopeful belief that karma is going to work. Yeah! But, but then an annoyance... Of not believing that it's gonna work exactly, it's, and yes, then at yes. the end of the song, he actually yeah. changes from "I've been so good" to "Should I be good? Should I be good this year?" Oh, 
wow. Which is that whole thing of like, do I keep trying to do the right thing? Like, yes. it's not working for yes. me at the moment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I keep trying and, and, and the world keeps I'm like. I'm doing all the things. And yeah. It's weird. It's I did all the things <laughs> and I got invited to a dung party. <laughs> Oh, man. It's so real. It's so real. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was thinking about that um, just today. I was really wanting to make this really (laughs) relatively, in the big scheme of things, small decision, which is buying a new expensive bed. I've had this old bed. I'm a really tall person. I've had this little old bed for so long, and I'm just used to it. Yeah. But every time I sleep in a really nice hotel or in a, you know, uh, or a house yeah. for someone, I'm like, oh, wait, beds can be way better. And mm. I really like yeah. sleeping. Yes. Like, so I set a goal to get one. Oh, good. And now I'm in this complete paralysis of analysis. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is the thing that's keeping me from hitting my goals like my brain's fault? Because <laughs> like, yeah. I know I want a new bed. I should just like get one. Yes. Right? But all of a sudden, w- I've been researching it and asking people for advice and then talking myself out of it and then like budgeting it and then going like oh my god that bed that is in my room I got that because one of my roommates was like hey are you gonna give your boyfriend your mattress and use this mattress and I was like yeah I could do that (laughs) literally my last mattress decision was like random yeah with no thought at all and I've used that mattress for 10 years or whatever yeah Yeah. so it doesn't matter at all right and it's consuming. No, but I totally get that. Yes. Where then it's and and I do think yeah. that it has like that underlayer as well, where you're kind of like, yeah. in a way, you're kind of blocking yourself from it. Mm-hmm. Not that you mean to, no, but I no. do it all the time. And like me, I do it with anxiety, where I'm just like, oh, everything's going really good. You know what we should have right now? Some anxiety, so that we can just fuck that up. <laughs> Who wants to ruin a good time? I do. What should I do first? Should I drink too much caffeine or should I start writing down a bunch of things that I'm worried about? (laughs) Maybe both. Oh, yeah. Both. You know what? I'm also going to get near a window where there's a machine outside. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I'm thinking about making a purchase I can't afford (laughs) just because I'm feeling sad. Just to add an edge. Just to give you something to go for. You know what I should do? Confess something publicly. Oh, yeah. 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 Who wants to message some old boyfriends? (laughs) That's a good time. Everybody. Everybody. Oh, my God. Uh, What were we talking about? Were we already on the train thing? Uh, Uh, No, no, no. That was all about the book. It was all about the book, actually. Yeah, because it's all these hidden lives and things that get in our ways. Yes. So, um, the, on the back of the book, it says, so the name of the book is Glimpse. Yeah. And uh, it says, 24 women, a blink of their lives. Sometimes all you get is a glimpse. And so when I told Shannon, like, hey, I wrote these tiny stories, um, she said, oh, yeah, this was the way I did it. And then I meant to ask you, I don't know if oh. I did or we didn't, but I meant to ask you, like, why was, because I bounce around with so many little creative ideas, and when I land on one, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I should put my time and energy there sure, yeah. sure, for a while and everything else kind of goes away for a minute mm-hmm. so what I'm wondering is like what was it about writing these particular little thoughts down that made you like that should be my little book that I put out in the world Ooh, that's a great yeah. question that's what I was wondering yeah okay so um I I write every morning or I try to you know mm-hmm. it doesn't always happen and I had a writing partner for a while Donna uh, who is who the book is to she was kind of oh, like okay. my accountability partner and okay, so she yeah, would yeah. be like hey what's your story today uh, and you know it was I had 
it's been a hard two years. There's uh-huh. been a lot of grief that's happened, yep. you know, all the things that go into it. And now that I'm kind of through it, it was like my brain was kind of processing it all. Mm-hmm. And it wanted to it wanted to write those things out. Oh, yeah. And so I started to write these stories, a bunch of them, only 24 made in the book because, you know, you, you, you find right. the flow. Leave them right. wanting more. Leave them wanting Leave more. Leave them wanting more. Yeah. And, and where's the other ones? Exactly. And, yeah. you know, the idea of the stories being short, I thought having too many of them kind of defeated the purpose, you know, yeah. like. It's a whole glimpse thing. Yeah. And glimpse can't yeah. be a long book. I mean, I guess it could if it was someone else's. But Right, right. Um, but so then what Depends happened? on how long you can keep your eyes open. Oh, oh. <laughs> Next one's called Blank. <laughs> that one's already been written. And oh, no. pretty good. Love you, Malcolm. Kiss nice. Hearts. Hashtag. He's the shit. Yeah. Hashtag. He has a new book coming out in September, you know. Point. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, let's talking keep talking to strangers. about yours. Oh, sorry. Okay, we can do that. Too. Um. Oh, we should do that. Yeah. Oh, what is lo- it? Talking to Strangers. Okay, by Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. Oh, baby. Oh, my God. Do you listen to the Revisionist History, his podcast? Um, No, you know. Recommend now. that as well if you're okay. a podcast fan. I am. <laughs> We're on a one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so then what happened was I was writing these stories, and I started to – one of the big things that I – that I noticed as I was going through my own struggles. And one of the big mm-hmm. ones was I was getting a divorce and a lot of people in my life didn't want me to get it. Yeah. Um, and, I remember and it, this. Yes. Yeah. Coming about. <laughs> you, you were really wonderful during it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, and one of the things I noticed was how many people kind of in very subtle ways told me your feelings aren't important. You know what I mean? Like, at least that's what it felt like the message was. Like, suck it up. You should just stay in this relationship because X, Y, Z. And yeah, and it took a lot of soul searching to say, no, I I get to choose what's right for me. Yeah. You know? (sighs) And it was hard. And so um, it made it made me feel like all those things that I wasn't allowed to say, I wanted to say. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, these stories aren't me. None of these, none of right. these things are actually, tr- you know, they're right. all fiction. Right, right, right. But they're all, you know, like the best fiction is based on, you know, a kernel of truth. Yeah, of course. And of each course. one of these has a kernel of truth to right. it. Right, 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 right. And so, yeah, I guess the big thing was, you know, I wanted to share that. And then I also thought to myself, if I'm feeling this way, if I'm feeling like the world isn't, if I'm getting that message that the world's not letting right. me feel. right. And that I have to keep a happy, smiley face on, mm-hmm. which I mean, I'm a happy person anyway, right, but right, right. there's always more. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But if I'm getting that message, how many other people are? Yeah, yeah. How many other people are feeling alone because they're not allowed to say or share or they feel what they feel is wrong? Right. And so then, right. you know, and you hear about the epidemic of loneliness, hashtag Brene Brown love you. Yeah. <laughs> And so I guess that's, you know, that was what it was. I wanted to combat loneliness. I wanted to give these short little glimpses because emotions are really hard. And I wanted to put it in small packages so that people could digest it. And I wanted to share what needed to be shared. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. (laughs) So uh, when I think of it, were you trying to, um, like when I think of glimpse, I think like all those things that you think about someone, if you only catch one little glimpse of them, did you go at it from that angle or did you try to write a little micro story that would tell a much bigger story? Like what was your aim with that? Um, I think it was kind of a little bit of both. Uh It was this idea of, you know, um, 
I would give myself like five minutes in the morning mm -hmm. and I'd mm -hmm. say like, what can I learn about a person in five minutes of writing about them? Oh. And so, I mean, sometimes they went a little bit longer and I, you know, went back on all of these. These took a lot right. of editing right, right. <laughs> and a lot of revisiting and things like that. Yeah. But then when I saw how much I could see in a person, like sometimes I know it's kind of, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to downgrade my feelings. Yeah, um, yeah. Sometimes I would write a story and I'd get chills afterwards and I would uh -huh. say, she's a keeper, you know, uh, or like, yeah. that's a really important one. That yeah, one struck yeah. me for some reason. And if it strikes me, yeah. it'll probably strike someone else. Right, right. And then I yeah. gave everybody a name. Mm-hmm. Because, and I made it all about women. Um, yeah. In the beginning, there were some stories. I mean, I've written stories about men, too. But right. I, I really wanted it to be about women because I feel like their voice is the one that's getting squashed mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. most. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Were you not here last week? Oh, no. Oh, shit. But you've read um, uh, Euphoria. I haven't right? read Euphoria. Oh. I read Elefer Eleanor Oliphant, which was delightful. Oh, yeah. Well, Euphoria is what we did. Yeah. And, and, and at the core of it, it's kind of like a, a little story about Margaret Mead, but it's it's fiction. <gasps> Whoa! But, but, like... I know, I missed it, and I was oh, like, all right, well, I'm going to go on the next one. the thing that you just said I, makes me feel like you would really love that book. I'll because, have to go back to it. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> because why? It's so wonderful. Because, because she's this brilliant anthropologist that is never in the book as she described in this gorgeous way. You know, she's sort of beat, she's got malaria, she's writing a book, she's like wearing the same clothes the whole time, but she's a genius who's consumed with her work and also loves really broadly, like, you know, like the world that's kind of created in relationship to her are people that are jealous of her acclaim or in love with her or someone else being in love wow. with her or like the people that she's studying and kind of so a central female character like that that you just don't see a lot yeah it's like her power comes from just her mind and like all of her power comes for the situation at hand comes from her mind yeah and still at the end she, you can tell me. She, are you sure? Yes. She I'll still she read dies. it. It's implied that she dies at the hands of her husband. See? And that makes See? sense. Ah! Yeah, yeah. No, but it does. Where yeah. here's, the, here's a woman who is her without her and. She's yeah. just her. Yeah. And incredible. Mm -hmm. And still dies at the hand of her husband. Yeah. That's a lot like the story I wrote to myself. Like, you know, the stories that I read every day. Yeah. That's like the one I wrote today. Um, But, yeah. God, I can't. Yeah, so that's beautiful. No, that book was it was so amazing. It was crazy. So, mm. and Donna was your writing partner. Yeah. So Donna and I, what we would do is we would, um, you know, write our stories, mm -hmm. and we just meet at five minutes because we thought, you know, you could definitely do five minutes a day. Yeah, and, sure, and I sure. wanted to make it. We both wanted to make it a practice in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love it. Yeah. And so we'd write them to each other, and um, we had been part of a writing group mm -hmm. a few years ago. And in this writing group, you'd write these these stories based on a prompt, and mm -hmm. then you'd share them with everyone else. And the people that you shared it to, the entire table, um, everyone would comment on your story, you know, have the option to comment on your story, yeah. but they're only allowed to say positive things. Oh, wow. And it actually worked out really well. And the fun thing was... I was suddenly getting anxiety. I'm like, wait a minute, this is like freshman English. Yeah. Like you, you, like those yeah. those things where your writing got critiqued in front of a bunch yes! of people. I was always like, I know. Oh! It turned me off writing for yeah. a very long time because yeah. everybody can always find something negative to say, of right? Of course, yeah. But yeah, in this writing group, 
people could only say positive things. And the beauty of it was even if you read, even if you heard someone's work and you, you know, it wasn't your favorite. Right. You had to do it. The goal was, what did I like about it? Yeah. Yes, it wasn't my favorite, but I'm not going to focus on that. I'm yeah. going to focus on, oh, wow, you did a great job describing that road. Or, right. Right. You know, I really like yeah. the idea behind this. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And so the fun thing was the more that we were in this group, um, because I was trying to find myself as a writer again, mm-hmm, the world, mm-hmm. you know, squashed. Um, yeah. And uh, the more we're in this group and the more you hear good things about your writing, uh, the more you start to see right. that you can, yes. you know, and you yeah, start yeah, to yeah. see the good. Yeah. And y- y- so do you listen to Michigan radio? Ah, sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. There was a, um, there was a, a host from years and years named Kyle Norris, Ooh. and she's lovely and just a great storyteller, and I loved it. So I was an intern on Stateside for Ooh. a few months, and I loved it, and I helped produce Stateside with Cynthia Canty, like just finding stories and doing pre-interviews and things like that. And I was trying to make this um, – I went around – they let me borrow the recording thing, and I went around and, and interviewed all these comedians, yeah. all these comedians, because I wanted to – I went around asking everybody what they thought making it meant. Oh. And it was just everybody had, do you know what I mean? Some people really yeah. want to feature, and then I want to headline, and then I want to travel, and then I want to be on Netflix. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And other people were like, I don't know, I just like fucking around, you know? Like, yes! like, like Making it was like, well, I guess, you know, I like to do it a couple times a week. You know, like they, yeah. they had no, making it was like. If I think I'm funny that night, I've made it, you know, and other people were like heading towards stardom. But Kyle Norris, I'm editing and editing and I'm like, gosh, I just feel like I can't get to get all the bad stuff out. (sighs) I need to get all this crap out. And she goes, well, is there a bunch of good stuff that you know is really good stuff? And I said, yeah. She goes, well, just clip that out and make the story about the good stuff. (gasps) Yeah. what you know it made the whole thing shift focus and i'm like she's just like find the best stuff make the story about that that's beautiful i know it blew my mind oh my god and when you think about that yes and everything on a larger scale yeah make it about the best stuff yeah just make it about the best stuff and she just kind of walked in said it and walked out and i was like oh my god excuse me (laughs) ma'am you just uh, blew my mind uh I'm picking up my brains off the floor (laughs) the studio do you have a bucket yeah okay so Let's have a let's have a look see at glimpse. Um, so um, this is twenty four stories that take like one little page e- or half page each. Yeah, most of them. Uh, Emma does go on to a second page, oh, yeah. which is why the back doesn't say something about being only a page. Because right, I was like, right, right. well, Emma, you can't get any shorter. I like you the way you are. Right, right. You would have to change all the font sizes. Yeah. You would have to move it up and notch. And I self-published yeah. and it was, you know. Whatever. I Whatever. got it here. And it was one of those things that you know how there's momentum. Yeah. And at one point, and, and just like my bio really sucks, um, but I'm not really good at marketing myself, oh, which honey. I'll have to learn. Right. Um, but at some point I was just like, you need to get this book out. You need yeah. to get this book out. I can feel oh, yourself wanna, checking it out. Okay. Okay, wait. Yeah. Can we come back to yeah. one of my questions is about oh. the mechanics of yeah. the book? Yeah. So, okay. But what I want you to do is pick a couple and Ooh. read read it. Okay. Pick a couple. Which one are you reading? Uh, I'll read along. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Um, well, let's see. The the one that I have gotten the most comments on of okay. people saying that they are this person. Oh. Which is also really great because I've got messages from people and they're saying, 
I'm such a so-and-so. I'm such a so-and-so. This happened oh, to me. Oh, really? Yes, which is exactly what, what? I dreamed would happen. What? Yeah. Oh, man. And I was just like, yes, that's, <laughs> that's I, I wonderful. I made your stories. Yes. Yes. Oh, shit. Okay, I love so Emma, actually. Which Emma's, uh, which is number six. Number six. Hold on. Let me get there. This is there. the one that more people than any other Wait. have said. Oh, not page six. I'm Emma. Number oh, six. yeah. Sorry. Okay. Page 10. Okay. <laughs> I, right. And I didn't make a table of contents, partially it's on purpose okay. and partially because um, it's easy. didn't. Yeah, and you then want s- your reader to be at the level to be able to figure out how to read this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, uh, Emma. Okay, his face was red and her shoulders ached. Emma waited. He pushed her fingers into the car door's new scratch. Do you have any idea how much it will cost to fix this? It had been an accident. Emma squeezed her bike's broken handlebar and could once again hear the regret as it connected with metal. Lips closed and eyes focused on pavement. Emma pretended she was the frozen chipmunk at the playground. As his rant turned to talk of payment, she imagined selling her bike and walking to school. She thought of her bedroom's whiteboard, holding reminders of payments due and wondered if her birthday next month would be canceled again. Her eyes started to sting, but Emma knew the price of tears. Digging her fingers into her palm, she held her breath and waited. She was a chipmunk. Eventually, he turned, the door slammed, and the only thing that remained were the painful crescent moons on the heels of a little girl's hands. Emma walked her bike to the shed and shut the door as quietly as she could. In her room, she smoothed a piece of paper on her desk. With a shaky hand, the letters of her name were placed at the top of the page. Two bloodshot eyes tried to focus on the first math problem. As quiet as a chipmunk, Emma cried. Oh. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it is a lot. It is a lot. Um, these these stories are uh, definitely not ones that, you know, you're going to feel super happy about for like right right i just laughed so much right <laughs> right no 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 but, but it's, it does it's a very clear picture yes i think it's a very clear picture it is a very clear picture yeah how old um, is emma like 10 emma could be like 10 okay. one of the things that i purposely didn't do with uh-huh. these stories was i tried to stay away from descriptions of what the people looked like and oh. whenever possible, also descriptions of age, except when I thought it was really important for the story. Oh, and I did okay. that partially because I've had people from different walks of life. Um, you know, like I have one friend who's gay and he says that he has a hard time reading, you know, books that are with straight people because he says that he can never identify. And I have another person. Huh. I have another friend who, you know, is not Caucasian. And she yeah. says the same thing. Like, she's like, that's not about me. And so I, I wanted yeah. I wanted people to have stories that were about them. And oh wow, oh I love that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But so if I didn't put the age here, and someone had something like this happen where they were shot down and they they were told that crying was wrong yeah. and trying to get yeah. through the day, and they had it happen to them when they were six, yeah. Or if they had it happen to them when they were ten or, or fourteen, yeah, yeah. Whatever the age. You know, people yeah. usually have math. And, <laughs> and I bet and I bet people will put her as the age that they were. when Exactly. It but if yeah. I put the age, it's no longer their age. Oh, it's mine. Wow. Did you have a favorite? Um, and it's OK if you didn't. I don't mean to put you on the spot. Like I yet. think I did. But now I can't remember what Ooh. it was, but I can probably find it. Um, 
ba, 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 la, 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 la. Um, there was, yes, I did. Um, shoot. We can always come back to yeah. it, too. I don't mean to put you on the spot. Yeah. Uh, it was about somebody just having a lame day. It was like. Okay, so ones that we have about someone having a lame day. Uh, we have Rhea, who. Oh, are you talking about the girl who can't get out of bed for, with depression? No, let's see. It's like. Oh, Judith. Oh, Judith. She had been given a lifetime, yet now, no matter how fast she ran, Judith would never catch up to the person she could have been. The reflection from the bathroom mirror mixed the steam from her mug with the wrinkles of her face. Her skin would never again be smooth, and her natural hair color would always be gray. She started the practice of wishing for more so early that only now... When her energy felt like a slow bleeding balloon, did she finally understand the true emptiness of less? The mug of coffee went into the sink. The coat was donned. The car put in drive. Yesterday was a mindless day. Today would be the same. Ooh. <laughs> that that was like the one that stuck out to me the most because it's such a like acceptance yeah. of kind of a like, oh guess this is it like y you know yeah. it's, just, it's it's a uh, it paints that picture of that kind of oh yeah I used to dream about shit you know yeah. but I don't now and I'm sort of resigned to it or something you know yeah it's a, it's a, it's yeah my life it's, doesn't really mean what I thought it would but yeah yeah I guess I'll just keep going yeah yeah it's a uh, yeah that one hit me yeah um Oh, yeah, and Reese, because oh, of, yes, yeah, that one, too. That one, too. Read that. Okay, because so I'm I like, read uh, let's read as many as you want. <laughs> I read um, 21, Judith, and Reese is 22. Okay. So. She was singing in the rain the first time I laid eyes on her, he would start. That's how Daddy's story about Mother always started. It had been raining by the bucket, and she stood there, arms toward the sky like a cloud begging to come home. What did you do, I would ask. I knew by now how important it was for me to play my part. Well, I stood as still as a grave, he said. If I moved, I was afraid the spell would be broken, and in that moment, I was living a charmed life. But she saw you anyway, I, can, I encouraged when his eyes began to fade. She did, he laughed, so I had no choice but to join her. He looked at a photo of my mother, the one we had used at the showing, and I've gotten to live a charmed life ever since. He looked my way and studied me. Are you a friend of hers? He asked. I think Leslie went to the store, but she'll be home any minute. Daddy couldn't always remember me, but he always remembered the woman who danced in the rain. Oh, damn. That one's tough. Yeah. I had um, I had one person uh, message me. And by the way, I've, I've loved, like, People have messaged me, and they like first when I when I posted that I had written this book, yeah. I was like, "No one's gonna say anything. It's just gonna be a thing, right? It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I, I created something, and that's wonderful. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then there was just such an outcry of of 
love and I was oh, so I honored. Love it. Oh, yeah. That's and great. then, uh, you know, when people started to read it, like uh, that was another thing. I'm like, okay, they'll like it. No one's really mm-hmm. going to buy it. And that's fine. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. I made it. If they, if anyone says, you know, they don't want to pay for it, I'll just like give them a PDF or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and then people started to come back and some talked about the stories and what they meant to them. Some talked about the oh. writing and I had one person come to me after they read this story and they're like, I thought someone was finally getting a happy ending. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, it's, yeah. it's so great to have all that interaction. That's wonderful. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I to have, it. um, you know, um, it's, uh, I have, I have a hard time talking about myself, but mm-hmm. this is a great experience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there is one person who mentioned that some of the stories actually read like poetry. And I yeah. was like, that's really great. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you for getting it. Yes. Oh, um, yes. And it's uh, wonderful. Oh, my gosh. You know what you would have loved? So last week after our show, Ooh. Claire and Claire and. Uh, shit. Kelsey. Kelsey. Yes. Claire and Kelsey had never met before, but oh. I knew that they were both in like slam poetry groups and writers groups and things like yeah. that. So we went over to Mishno's and Claire ended up reading one of her big long poems oh, that, she, wow. that she just recently did for a friend's wedding. Mm-hmm. And then Kelsey <laughs> did one of hers. Like they both, we had like a poetry reading That's over incredible. at Mishno's. It was so wonderful. And um. then I'm like, we should do a whole show on that. Yes. Like, why aren't we reading poetry? Like we'll yeah. do like, some of our favorite poets and some of our own poetry. Yes. Like, so great, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, I love it. Love it, love it. Sharing okay. the art is so important. It is so important. So speaking of artists that have an amazing influence on us. Yeah. Um, Toni Morrison died. Oh, my. Yes. Yeah. Rest in peace. And I um, have been thinking about it a lot today because everybody... You know, just hearing people saying, like, this book, when somebody talks about books that change their lives or reading yeah. that change their lives, it's, you can't take that lightly. No. You know, if a book changes your brain and yes. changes the course of your life, yes. you know, it's, it's so It's a big deal. Huge. Oh, that yeah. That has become a touchstone for you. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, so, I thought, I found this a list of Toni Morrison quotes Ooh. and I I love it so the, this is one on love love is never any better than the lover wicked people love wickedly violent people love violently weak people love weakly stupid people love stupidly but the love of a free man is never safe and that's from the bluest eye and I know right um, on beauty at some point in life, the world's beauty becomes enough. You don't need to photograph, paint, or even remember it. It is enough. Oh, come on. Oh, man. On writing, here's what she said about writing. If there's a book that you want to read, but it hasn't been written yet, you must be the one to write it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <gasps> and then Ooh. what you just said on labels, definitions belong to the definers, not the defined. Yes. Weird. Yes. Right? Oh. So she's she's wonderful. Beautiful. I know. And I keep thinking about the first one you read about the the love and how we love like we are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
because it's it's um you know that's something that I've heard in therapy before that you've seen that someone can only love you as much as you love yourself and so at my healthiest you know I'm able to find healthier love yeah. than when I'm at my less healthy oh my gosh Woo. <laughs> that's some truth right there uh, some truth um from her book, Jazz, One More on Love. Yes. From Toni Morrison. As many as you want. Um, <laughs> Don't ever think I fell for you or fell over you. I didn't fall in love. I rose in it. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> no. That one went straight to my heartstrings. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness. Tony, cheers. Tony, yeah. yeah. Thank you for what you gave. Yeah. Bless. Bless you. Yeah. Mm. And now I want to go. So we, we probably have to put that on the list, too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. By the way, um, you know, everyone who's listening to this podcast, you can't see it. But and and not to downgrade um, these beautiful quotes. It's just my brain sometimes when there's deep moments, I then need to break that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Shelly right now is wearing the best sloth dress Oh, they've seen it. They've seen it. I wear it. it all the time. But it is incredible. It's in every picture. Oh, yeah. Well, and you know what's funny is, like, I, I've worn it in airports and I've worn it on the show. And it's because it has universal appeal. Right. Like, I'm in line at the post yeah. office. I'm in on a vacation. I'm in a business meeting. And somebody's going to be like... Are those sloths on that dress? Yeah, <laughs> they get are. So excited about it! Um, I've probably talked about it on this show before too, because I wear it oh. so much. My friend Angie was making fun of me, like, "Is that your only dress?" Because we went, we hung out <laughs> like over the course of three yeah. weeks, you know. And I, I'd show up, she'd be like, "Girl, <laughs> you're gonna have to change <laughs> well, that dress." Well, then be like, "It's not my only dress, but it is the dress. It's the dress." Yeah, that, but and it just so happened that I wore them. I don't think uh. about like, what did I wear the last time I hung out with Angie, but. <laughs> She is a uh, she is stylish, you know. I mean, yeah. She does and you know, if you uh, happen to be an Amanda Palmer fan, she also her fans are called sloths. Oh what? Yeah. Shit, I am. Boom. Didn't we both go to that thing about her? Oh, the the Amanda Palmer. Um, it was show. Um, no, she was on. Um, so live from here. Mm hmm. Was in Detroit, Ooh. and I got last minute tickets. I was on like the oh. fourth row. No, I didn't Amanda go, Palmer but I saw was, your pictures. Oh my god! Oh my god! It was incredible. Oh. I was blown away. Mm. Yeah, it was crazy. I love her. Okay. Uh, <gasps> yeah. Gonna, do you want to read this? Or do you want me to read it? It's your story. Feel free to read it. Give it okay. your feel. So these little sitting in front of us are these little cigarette boxes from this, that, and the otter thing. They are super cute. Hashtag this, that, and the otter things. <laughs> Hashtag Claire Elise Broderick. Um, anyway, uh, and I guess I really should give these to you and figure out what we're doing about the machine. But I wrote <laughs> little stories that fit on little pieces of paper that I could roll up to look like cigarettes. So I just basically started with the idea of like this little story has to fit um, in the, like look like a tiny cigarette. So anyway, it's two little long narrow pieces of paper and it's yeah. called Tiny Stories About Fun Things. I'm from a small town in South Carolina, and this is a true story. I started a story like that once, and my friend John said, you should start every story like that. <laughs> so here I go. Aww. My family is in 96 South Carolina. It's a real place. Last time I was home, it was Christmas time. My mom had to go over to her friend Janice's house to get a chocolate pound cake. No, wait. It was a German chocolate cake. She makes fucking delicious cakes. <laughs> 
When we arrived, she was making sausage balls, and they smelled great. There were papers and art projects on every surface. Janice and her sister Terry were both in house dresses and talking mile a minute. Wait, they were nightgowns. (laughs) No, (laughs) wait! Terry was decorating a chair for Christmas, but told us after this when she was done with it. She needed a change as an artist. She was just praying this one... She was painting this one last chair for a friend, and then she was out of the chair business. <laughs> Janice is wrapping up some sausage balls in a paper napkin for us, and Terry was saying that no one was really jealous of that girl that recently won the pageant. The ladies train pageant winners. There are a couple of lawn chairs in the gravel driveway where they watch pageant girls practice walking. Terry says in spite of her current state of dress... In parentheses, late afternoon nightgown. <laughs> she has really been thinking a lot of lately about dressing as an art form. She tells my mom that she thinks I'm natural pretty, not just made up pretty. <laughs> That's flattering. Good pageant coaches don't create winners by blowing smoke up young girls' asses oh all day. God. So I thank her for the compliment. The key isn't always what you think, she says. Posture's everything. Confidence and posture. And I say, amen, sister. <laughs> She says, when her girls complain about being uncomfortable, walking with shoulders back and chest out, she says, the pain means you're doing it right. (laughs) The end. Oh, yay! (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That's a beautiful story. That's my story. I love it. Not as probably impactful (laughs) as, but hopefully it painted a picture. It did paint a picture. It was fun. I enjoyed it. You know, it's good to have a little sass in your life. Yes. I could have, that was the least I could possibly write about them. You know, like. Oh, so this was true. Oh, yeah. This is just me. This is like a diary. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. It's like a, you know, not all of them are. But that one, that one I was just like in the middle of it going like, I love this scene so much right now. Like, Like, I love the fact that there's like. These all these smells and like we're talking about pageants and we're talking yeah. about you know like cake. There's cakes and there's painted chairs. Yes, there's these two ladies like shuffling around. They're all friends with my mom and it was just a hoot. You know, I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I love people like this. Like <laughs> these are my favorite. <laughs> Even people like if you ever had to stay at that person's house growing up, you were like, it's a wonderland. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there's so I much. just need to remember everything. <laughs> or just like. There's too many comic books. Like, Mm -hmm. now I might be like, oh, it's kind of bordering on a hoarder house. But, like, as a child, I would have thought Um, it was just a place to explore. Yes, what do I want? It's probably here. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Okay, so we'll say that's our, um, that was like a little comic relief. I like that, yeah. And then why don't we, just for a second, Todd, why don't we play a little bit of, um... A little bit of Breathe Me. And Chris says she's calling in. Yay! Yeah. Do you hear her? Okay. Help. I have done it. Today and the 
That was Breathe Me by Sia. Uh, and it we we were trying to figure out like, oh, where do I know that song from? And we pulled up a reference to how it's been used and it's been used in Aside from every broken heart of mine. <laughs> every broken heart. But it was also in the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show and episodes yeah. of CSI and on the Oprah Winfrey Show and in Prince of Persia. Six Feet Under. Six Feet Under. Yeah. It's, gosh, it's, it's everywhere. Yeah. So tell me it is why. It's the perfect heartbroken song. Oh, it's the perfect heartbroken So mm. tell me why that was the song. Oh, finished. well, yeah. uh, that song, uh, one, I think it kind of goes with the feel of the book, but also. Um, I don't know if everyone does this, but I have a a certain, I mean, Sia's Breathe Me is my go-to heartbroken song. My go-to, my world is ending song. When things get really hard, I just listen to it on repeat and repeat and repeat. Um, And, you know, even when I, you know, I'm not feeling that way, it, it holds a special place for me and it always will because it's, it's gotten me through a lot. Mm-hmm. So there's that part. But also just the the mood of it, the melody mm-hmm. is all about heartbreak and loss. And, oh, yeah. And my world is breaking and yet somehow I'm here. Yeah. Oh, she's so good. What do you like about the song? Oh, I love her vo- voice quality. Yes. Her vocal quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like very careful but oh, strong. Yeah. It's like soft but strong. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and she can wail also. Like you know she can wail because of chandelier. Yeah. So to hear be so like whis- restrained and whispery yeah, with a little bit of a crackle to yeah. it. Yeah. Warm me up. Yeah. Like she's almost exhausted. Yes. Like, yeah. It's and it but still holding the power of her voice. But like just this is how. Uh, yes, you know, it's and like so I depleted. think. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I so yeah. I think another reason I sh- I um, shared it was because uh, you know to show that idea of seeing someone else in the same pain that you're in mm-hmm. can be so helpful. Yeah. Oh my gosh, not that whole idea of misery loves company because I think that kind of glosses it over a little bit. Right. Right. But that idea of no, I'm not alone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. As much and, as I uh, and and you know what is very surprising is a friend of mine, you know, sent out kind of an SOS group text yesterday. You know, one of my friends kind of reaching out to three girlfriends and saying like, "Hey, I just need you guys to know yeah. that I'm going through something really dark, and there's like no sense to it. Yeah, but um, can't really tell you what I need. Don't know, you know, but yeah. just need you to know." I'm in this dark place. Yeah. And I just saw her the other day. Mm-hmm. And we had a great time. And yeah. it was really fun. But, like, you can't tell. No. You can't, you can't tell, tell. Until you just say it. Yes. Until you just say it. Because you're always assuming, like, you're also looking through your own lens. It's like. Yes. What do I already expect of this person? And where am I? Yes. And we yeah. forget that mm-hmm. other people have spent a lifetime putting on an act at various times in their life. Because yeah. you have to. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that – and then I guess at some point you just stop or you – You or stop like or at I least feel like, like this where you say, yeah. look, this is how I'm feeling. Yeah. And you might not see it all the time because right, right. depression comes in waves and because I know how to put the face on that I need to, to get through the day. But yeah. it's here. Yeah. 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 Amen. Okay. So um, read um, – <laughs> I love this. Let's see. I want 
I think I want Bex, which is oh, number Bex. 14. Oh, yeah. Is okay. It? Yeah. Bex. I used to go to the diner every day after school. Sitting in my favorite booth, I'd do my homework and eat my dinner while I waited for my mom's shift to be over. Sometimes she'd bring me a slice of pie or I'd catch her eye and we'd share a quick moment. On nights when Betsy or Cynthia called off, I didn't mind. The regulars would help me study for spelling and would proofread my book reports. Even if I napped in the booth, I knew this home was safe. Stan had been coming to the diner for years. On whatever night he found himself in need, he'd sit at the counter waiting for the cups of coffee to sober him enough to go home. When my body started to look more like a sports car than a, than a minivan, Stan became more friendly. One day his hand traveled up my thigh. My eyes, a telling kaleidoscope, looked for my mother. I, looked the boot, I searched the booths until I finally found her bleached and frozen. I waited, but she didn't come. That's the moment my home crumbled around me. After I slid under the table and crawled out of the booth, my eyes saw nothing but the yellowed linoleum floor. Somehow, I knew this was just the beginning. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I, think, I think about this one because you get a sense immediately of, like, an innocence lost, like... yeah. And and you and again the age you can put the age wherever you need it to wherever be. you need it to be, um, because you kind of get a sense that. Uh, have you ever heard of Landmark Forum? No, no. Okay, it's like there used to be this thing called Est, and it was like a retreat that people went to to really get in touch with themselves. Then there was kind of a different version of it. Somebody's probably going to call me and tell me I've got this all wrong, but. <laughs> called um, Landmark Forum, where you went and sort of tried to deprogram all of your settings that had oh. come into play. You're sort of doing this strange work on yourself to where you tell your story over and over and over until you find the themes that, like, are there for no reason. And usually they're set up at these – this dramatic thing happens at this pivotal parts in your life, and you adjust yeah. your whole worldview around them. Yes! Right? Yeah, so they call it something like the – God, is it the critical story? I can't remember what it's exactly called, but when you can identify, when you can identify, like, um, that's the day that I stopped thinking like a child. Yes. And you remember this, like, clink, yes. this thing, and you're maybe whatever age you are. And then there's usually another one, more like late teen, early adulthood, that's yeah. kind of like this, oh, something else happens. Yeah. Something drastic that makes you realize that you're supposed to be an adult now. And mm -hmm. it's, and that shapes a whole situation. Yeah. And you're trying to find this, um, it's called the magic formula. No, the critical formula. I'm not sure what it's called, but it's something that you're trying to discover and then shift, you know, yeah. leave behind. Cause like, Oh, I don't need to be, you know, maybe this incident made her be a certain way for the rest of her life. And yeah. all of a sudden she realizes like, oh, when did I decide that I had to be this way? Yes. And oh, it was this moment yeah. when I found that I could no longer trust that yeah. the people around me were going to help me or take care of me or yeah. make everything okay. Right, right. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because I think a lot of women, if not most of us, have had that moment, have had that 
yeah. that time when you realize, oh, right, right. I'm kind of on my own here. Oh, people are going to start being assholes to me because right, I right. look different now. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Amen. I'm trying to world, work in that world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when you were writing these, would you say that you were picturing certain people or, and not, I mean, in a physical description, yeah. but like starting with, cause, cause sometimes when I was thinking about writing something, I was yeah. like, well, I'll just bring one of these. And I was thinking about how would I go about this? And I think it's like, you know, someone who's kind of an acquaintance ah. and you just know a very little bit about them Yeah, and you've got to assume all these other things yeah. if you want to place them in a story. Well, sometimes I would do that, but sometimes it came out of nowhere. A lot of right. times Don and I would start with a sentence. We'd oh. give each other a sentence and say, write your story oh. based on this. And I didn't even keep a lot of the prompts because that's how the editing process right, works. Right, right. But no, I just write a sentence and just see where it took me. Now, I will say oh, I love Mika, um, which is number 15, um, was kind of my my protest against the the gun violence that we've been having. Mm. And so it was this idea of we're not looking at, you know, even when people survive these things, they have PTSD. Even when people survive yeah. these things, they may be losing a piece of themselves and they yeah. have to live with that every single day. Yeah. 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 Read that one. Read number oh, yeah. 15. Yeah. Mika. Um, but, yeah, to answer your other question, some people I would say, oh, this was a trait that someone did or, or mm -hmm. this was a thing and, and now I'm going to right, make a story right. about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other times, like, I, I actually don't. Anyway. Yeah. I'll just read it and stop. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Mika. Mika knew the pain was a blessing. The nightmares were luck. The fear was a gift. She slid her leg into the line and remembered the giant blue butterfly tattoo that had long ago. Long, bleh. I'm going to start again, and okay. I apologize. Okay. It's okay. Wet your Ooh. whistle if you need to. Which mo okay, <laughs> one moment while I take Wet a drink of water. Wet your whistle if you need to. Fun fact, I never learned how to whistle. <laughs> I, That's me trying. I, I believe that you can do it, though, Thank you. I um, had to learn to do this one song in this Ooh. band that I used to be in, it, and so I really, really worked on it, and still not terrific. Yeah. But it used to. I used to think just like, I cannot Yeah, whistle. that's how I was. And then I had to. I had <sighs> to for this song. When you got to whistle, you can learn to whistle. Yeah. I love when it, it. When it comes right down to it. When it comes right down to it. I was able to yes. whistle. When it's you okay. against the wall, you can whistle. You can whistle like Dixie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do it. You got to do it for the right reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one wants a wrong whistle, you know. <laughs> a wrong okay. whistle. Okay, Mika. Okay, Mika. <clears throat> Mika knew the pain was a blessing. The nightmares were luck. The fear was a gift. She slid her leg into the liner and remembered the giant blue butterfly tattoo that had long ago been discarded in a hazardous waste bin. Standing, she heard the prosthetic limb start to click into place. She closed her eyes as she leaned back and forth. Click. The door. Click. Him. Click. Her. Click, click. Footsteps. Click. Goodbye. Click. And another. Click. A sound can change you. Mika heard it every day. Okay, so I, the, okay, so I have just a yeah. very basic question. One part of me takes the word click from after prosthetic limb, and that is the click. 
the click that she's hearing yeah. is the click of the walking. The other one makes me think it's a gunshot when I look at it a different yeah. way. So the click as a gunshot. So which which is it? How am I ah, supposed to be reading it? It's well, for one, as the reader, you can read it whatever way you okay. like, and that is okay. of course the right way. All right. Uh, but me as the writer, which I hate to say, but eh, we'll try. We'll okay. see what happens sure, when sure. I just say my opinion. Yeah. Um, as the writer. Um, PTSD, a lot of times one thing can mean another thing for you. Oh. So here yeah. she has a prosthetic leg because she lost her leg because of gunfire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now when she puts the prosthetic leg on, she hears a click and it sounds either like the gun or changing of a magazine or something yeah. along those lines. So every day when she puts her leg on, she gets triggered by the event mm-hmm. that had happened to her in the first wow. place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that was one of the other things that I thought about when I was writing this series. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, first off, I would like to say, uh, while I was, when I was putting the book together and I thought, oh, there's too many dark things, there's too much sadness, mm-hmm. I should break it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I went to Amanda Palmer's concert mm-hmm. and she had just written a very dark album. And oh, yeah. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Which is incredible. But and it's what's all it called? Dark. It's called No Intermission. No Intermission. No Intermission. And she's just like, you're going to want me to take a break from all this. Yes. And get ready to lay on you. And I'm not going to. No. <laughs> but if it gets, you, did you go to her concert? No, but she talked all about yeah. that in the show. Yeah, that I no, saw. there's not going to yeah. be a break. And then, yeah. uh, so I went and I saw her in a concert and she did one other thing. She's like, if it gets to be too much, you can say, Amanda, I feel really sad. You can just <laughs> shout it out and I'll play the first part of Coin Operated Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. uh, so I don't know if there's any She's sort of so trigger wonderful. I get for you if you're feeling like this is too much, but right. Oh no, I no, I no, I can, uh, you can handle it. Yeah, I can go, you it's can go nine rounds. Well, I, I was thinking last night I talked to a friend, yeah. um, who I haven't heard from since March really, because he was going through a manic episode Yeah, and, um, since I've known him, he's probably had maybe five real strong ones since I've met him. Yeah. And so I understand when I'm talking to him and I can hear it all coming on. I'm like, okay, I know what this is. This is this fast talking. This is this delusional, mm-hmm. scared, overpowerful, not sleeping. Da, da, da. I know what's getting ready to happen. I can see it. I can feel it. And then, but there's no talking directly to that person. No. They can't hear you saying like, hey, are you taking care of yourself? Hey, yeah. what's going on? And then when they come out the other side, there's so much guilt and embarrassment and repairing and da-da-da that they think they have to go through. But I'm just like, oh, I'm happy to talk to you again. Yeah. Aww. And so he was telling me all about like this dark all this darkness that he's been through. And I knew I talked to him like right as he was heading into it. You know, oh I could God. feel it coming on. And I was kind of like, well, I wonder how long it'll be. I've been through this before. It maybe took this long that time. This yeah. long that time. I wonder when he'll come back around. Every once in a while I'd text him. And his phone was off for a while. And I was kind of like, okay. But ne- never was I like, oh, he's too much darkness. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, Because yeah. there's people who have some darkness, but then there's people who are cruel. That you That's have true. to separate yourself from their life. But if someone's just like going through something, yes. I'm like, I can ride this out, you know, yes. I can do this. But if they're cruel yeah. or disrespectful, that's mm-hmm. different. Yes. You know what I mean? So sitting yeah. with someone in their pain is the, the yeah. most beautiful thing you can do. Yeah. 
for that person. Yeah. So beautiful. I thank you for making that distinction. Yeah. And also thank you for being you. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. So hey, let's do a let's do one of these. Yeah. Let's just see. Ooh. Wait, there's Shelly is opening up another yeah, one of her just cigarette a little, boxes. Little, little commercial. Is this another one about your life or is this fiction story? Uh, this is just a random story. Nice. This is just random. It's I, I don't even quite remember. <laughs> I wrote all these just with a purple ink pen. So I there was love no it. No way I could make any edits. Oh, this, good. This is a one. T- these are one take stories. <laughs> Pink, it, like purple ink pen. No well editing done. at all. Yeah. Um, second reading from tiny stories about fun things <laughs> by me. Uh, <laughs> hi, reader. So nice to meet you. You look so good. <laughs> And you were so damn interesting. Yeah. So outgoing. You know it. Or maybe you were shy, which is also so neato. (laughs) Everyone wonders what you're thinking. They think you're smart. (laughs) Or maybe you wish you were a better conversationalist, but there aren't really classes for that. And you've heard that to win friends and influence people, you have to show genuine interest in them. Genuine interest, well, that may seem like a tall order, but don't worry. Wait, here are some ideal icebreaker <laughs> questions to get the ball rolling. Where did you get that hat? Got any allergies? <laughs> Ever seen anyone shot out of a cannon? Oh my God. Are you afraid of spiders? Can I borrow those scissors? <laughs> Have you read the Tao of Poo? What's that smell? How do you feel about racism and stuff? Oh my God. Where's the person pee in this joint? Did you used to take baths with your siblings? <laughs> Did y'all have toys in the bathtub? Oh, no. What kind? Can I have a bite of your spaghetti? <laughs> These should get you going. Happy friend making. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> That's the most beautiful story I may ever have heard. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, I love it. And yeah. you know what? I think I think you really have something with those conversation starters. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> we should do it. It's like an improv sketch. Oh yeah, it's like a whole thing. Yeah. yeah, we'll take this. Uh, we'll take this podcast on the road, actually, and oh we'll gosh. ask people these questions. I meant to tell you. Ooh. Um, like when I lost my job back in February, I just wrapped up. I was trying to go through all the pointless classes. Yeah, pointless improv classes, and um, had been going through three or four classes with the same group of people. It was really fun, and then I had to stop. Like I had to. Yeah. Like, had to be out of town. I had to, you know, it was all this stuff. They changed the day. They changed it to Wednesday instead of Thursday. No. You know? So I missed the last two whole sessions, and I start back again next Monday. <gasps> Congratulations! Yay! Yay! I'm so happy. I know. Oh. I don't know who my people will be, but that's it. very interesting. Yeah. You know, it'll be a whole different experience. Yeah. Jumping back in. Aww. So I decided just to rip the Band-Aid off. Mm-hmm. I signed up for two random workshops this Saturday at Diff. Good for you. Yeah. Do you, do you usually do workshops um so this year and la- uh, here's the thing about relationships okay. <laughs> well um, tell me will you sis i sure will um so i'm in a relationship and uh every weekend which is the diff weekend his yeah. family gets together for his dad's birthday Oh, so, okay. uh, but I used to, I used to do workshops right, right, and I right. always volunteer at Diff. Um, so now oh, okay. I just can only volunteer on Thursdays. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So gotcha. Go to Ringwald this Thursday and I'll be there. Oh, um, well, but it's yeah. tomorrow. That is tomorrow. Oh yeah. Oh, no one someone's birthday. Oh shoot. But so you're taking two workshops at Diff. I'm taking two workshops and I bought a ticket. The, um, I think the two clown guys, uh, remember the guys they're called no, two man, no show. Yeah. Do you love them? Love them. Right? I love them. <laughs> and I took it last year and I'm like, 
do I want to do a whole oh. other clown type workshop? And I'm like, well, I love like I can't imagine yeah. not loving it. You yes, know, and if again. you love it, then that's like yeah. That's and a then good the other thing. one, I think I just picked something yeah. that was after. Yeah. I'm like, uh, like I can't sit like over and analyze. Day and yeah. Just, like, mm. just stay there all day, make yeah. a day of it. Yeah. Heck, I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited because I've mainly uh, been doing like music festivals. Yeah. I'm excited to participate. Yes. Participate. Yes. 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 Oh, man. That's so awesome. I'm so glad. Yeah. Yay. Um, okay. Let's Speaking see. of participating. <laughs> I'm a belly dancer now. I know. Ah! My gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so tell me how that audition goes. And do you do it with Sarah? I do. I, oh, wonderful. Sarah and I are in the same troupe now. Oh, that's wonderful. So what's the name of it? And tell me about that process. Yeah. So Karma yeah. is the name of the troupe. Cool. Uh, I've been taking belly dancing classes for about, well, a little over a year and a half. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I started there because of Zumba. Like, oh, you know, I love I was, Zumba. Yeah. Love and, it, and you know, it was one of the, the beauty th- beautiful things that happened from me, like, separating from my husband and starting yeah, the divorce yeah. process. I was like, all right, I got to go do something. I need mm-hmm. to, like, exercise. Dancing brings me a lot of joy. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, by the way, the Zumba that they have um, at the Phoenix Center, Zumba with Sheila, it's really great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Highly recommend. Um, I, I usually go at the Y, ooh. and I used to go at Dance with Elegance. Okay. I love But you know what? I love generally Zumba yeah. classes. Yes. So, yeah. They're just really great. For sure. For dancing. Sure. Okay. So and, then oh, you started yeah, belly. So then I started belly dancing, mm-hmm. um, and I started the beginner level. And I'm, you know, a bigger person than what you normally fi- you would think of as a belly dancer. Uh, and so when I started taking the classes, I was just like, oh, I'm, I'm too big for this. This yeah. is, this is yeah. I'll take it because I always wanted to learn belly dancing, and I think it's a beautiful art form. But yeah. Obviously, it's the end go no further. Right. And after the beginning class, there was a level, a next level class. And uh-huh. I was like, I just need to, I would really like to keep doing this. And yeah, so yeah. I took the next level. I started taking some workshops. I started to yeah. do uh, choreography. One of the members of Karma, I wasn't going to take the choreography because I was like, this is as far as a fat girl can go. And so, <laughs> you know what I think? What? I think, I think everybody wants yeah. belly dancers with with hips well good and bo- <laughs> like you want to yeah. see you don't want to see the jingle belly dancer like you want yes like, a lot of popping yeah you do you want a lot of rolling yeah you don't want you don't want skin and bones uh, with a belly dancer thank you i never no and i think I, maybe never it's the stories it we way. tell ourselves yeah. you know yeah yeah because yeah. yeah in my mind i was like oh well the belly dancers that i've seen are who, who are super oh. successful are these tiny little people but thank you you're right it's a lot of fun to see like a, a little bit of a little bit of meat on a on a dancer, um, but so H- I start- hold on one oh, second. Yeah. Same British chick, British. Um, Chris, Hello? Chris is trying to tell me that she's she's sending me pictures of the bathroom that she just painted, oh, but hey. also telling me. Um, hold on, she said same British chick. Are you? What is the number she's trying to call? That's the number, right? This one right here. This is the number. Okay. She's saying some British chick is answering. Oh. That's weird. That is weird. We're not hearing anything. No. I um, think it's no. Oh, poo. That's the right number. I called it mm. earlier. Remember? Okay. Can you just take three a picture? One, three. I did. This oh. is what I sent yeah. her. Oh, yeah. Well, 879-5059. Oh, shoot. Um, That's she the would number. love this conversation. Ooh, oh, God, uh, come on, honey. So, um, mm-hmm. 
So belly dancing. So yeah, I was thinking like as soon as you said I made belly dancing on Facebook or something. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense because you want like there's certain types of dancing. I always take West African and I look at there's certain people's bodies. Yeah. That I'm just like, I know what I'm doing. I know how to move this way. Yeah. But certain people's bodies just look better doing it. <laughs> You know, and like, I don't know if that's my body, but I love doing it. Yeah. But when I think of belly dancing, I think I would ideally think of your shape. Of a hippie boob person? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And be- and you want belly. Like, I've yeah. always had a little pot belly, like, yeah. my whole life. Aww. And so, I think about, that seems natural. Oh, I got this out because I think, I'm like, don't I have a picture of me wearing a belly dancing outfit for <gasps> some reason? Yes. I want to try to find it because I'm and like, pot is belly that true? Again. Yeah, so tell me about the audition and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so then we had to do, um, on you know, like, uh, auditions were coming up. You could email, and if they emailed you back, that meant that they felt that you were ready to audition. Oh, cool. And I got the email. (gasps) And so um, you could either create your own number or you could do, like, one of the numbers that you had learned. Yeah. Uh, And normally, I'm a very creative person, and I just create my own numbers. But for some reason, I was afraid that... You know, I didn't have the knowledge for it or, again, Mm -hmm. like shooting myself down, which was a very sad thing. Um, But so I did one of the choreography numbers that I had learned that Karma actually performs. Yeah. cool, cool. Um, And, you know, I I dressed to the part uh, and you go in and all the Karma girls are like sitting there and they'll they'll kind of like rate you with notes. Um, But they're very supportive. They're Mm -hmm. they're a really great Mm -hmm. group of women. Um, And so I I, uh, did my number and in my panic state, like, I'm used to auditioning. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I can do improv auditions. I can do theater auditions. All of that stuff. Singing, no problem. I got it. Right. But I've never had an audition where I don't speak. (gasps) Oh, wow. And I never, yeah, and I never realized it until afterwards. And so trying to get my body to do all the work for me. Um, oh, is yeah. normally a thing, but I think it gave me a little bit of a head turn. And so, like, uh, they sent me a video of what I looked like. And... I've seen myself perform and dance with other people, and I uh-huh. and I think that there's a lot of good in it. Yeah. But in this in my audition, I'm just like shaking. My steps were too big. I lost my balance a little bit. Oh, but I just wow. kept going, and I kept doing mm-hmm. it. And and obviously, it was enough to to get me in. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was a very interesting experience to just think like in my head. I was like, I do auditions all the time. I got this, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it was just a different type. Oh yeah, it's so different. Yeah. Yeah, see, I think I would do better with just um, maybe just movements. Yeah. Oh, you would be incredible. Um, I've never, I, I've only taken a couple of those classes. Shit, where would this be in my life? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, wh- th- how long ago was this? Or do I just take too many pictures? Oh, I love it. You know, I got to admit, like, uh, now that I'm in the troupe, uh, we're supposed to get costumes. <gasps> Shelly, you look so great. <laughs> My friend Jill used to sell. Oh, you look incredible! She's, she worked in this shop at um, what's the thing you go to? It's like in October. It's the Renaissance Fair. Yes. So she worked in the Renaissance Fair. Oh booth, my god! And I stopped by there one day and tried on the stuff. Oh, yeah. Shelly, how fun! Oh my it was, god! It's such a weird. Yes. It's such a wonderful feeling. Yes. To be wearing that stuff. and to be able to walk and jingle. Oh my I god! I love to jingle. Great. Yeah. <laughs> So then what do you do? How much do you perform? Where can we see you? Oh, my God. So I don't know yet. Okay. My first uh, my first practice with okay. Karma's coming up, but I haven't had it yet. Oh, okay. And so, because, okay. uh, you know, I made the audition. They said, you're in the troupe. This is your start date. Yeah. And cool, so after cool. the start date, then we can start talking about, you know, like, 
Yeah. Performing. How much you want to do. Yeah, and yeah. all that good stuff. Fun fact, um, yeah. I can, I've been able to find the skirts, no problem. Yeah. Uh, but my, my cup size is a little bit too big for all of the, wow. <laughs> not all of them, but a lot of the yeah. like more reasonably priced tops. And so yeah. I was just like, oh, looks like I'm investing in some bling. Yeah. Or just making it myself. Oh yeah, I guess Which so. Do. That but we'll see. Yeah. But you thank know you what? for. I wonder oh, what wonderful. this is. Um, I mean, this is a friend of mine's business. Yeah. Well, Jill knows that person, so I wonder if they can help you find things. <gasps> hey. Because have you ever? Do you visit that booth at the Renaissance? Or do you, are you a Renaissance Fair person or no? I love Renaissance okay. Fair. I, I love it. You might. Yeah. I thought you. Might. Well, when it came to auditioning for for Karma, yeah. um, you know, you dress up, and they're like, yeah. "Don't buy anything because you know you're like you're oh. gonna have pieces." <laughs> uh, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." Don't worry. I got all this from Runfest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful stuff. That uh, outfit I tried on, though, was like $140. Oh, my God. I know. And it's it was, so But it was expensive. so many little pieces. It was like the bra and then the thing that wraps around here and then yes. the vesty thing and then the belt and the oh, fancy yeah. things. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yes. Someone financed my belly dancing. Please. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, but you look so great in it. Do you ever think that you would do more with belly dancing? I've wanted to. I've wanted to, but, like, it's like... Do you, if you're a person who's prone to lack of focus, <laughs> there's a real fear of adding yeah. a new thing. You no, know, that's like, fair. It's that's tr- fair. like, I was like, wait a minute. I, I invited people to trivia last night, and I'm like, wait a minute. Trivia people get serious. Like, they form a team, they go show up every week. Like, <laughs> I'm not signing up for that. No. Somebody was like, oh, I can't come tonight, but I might come next week. And I'm like, whoa, people. Yeah. I said I would support my friend. Okay. I'm <laughs> starting a new hobby. Yeah. I don't need a new hobby. <laughs> you know? Yes. And, and I, But it would, what would be fun was I did fine, but uh, you want to be on a team. You know, I was just kind of like, oh, well, don't some people just sit at the bar and play? She's yeah. like, no, pretty much everybody's on a team. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, okay. So then her brother was there, and I could have joined their team, but I was just not feeling it. Yeah. I was just feeling like sitting at the bar, uh, kind of making fun of my friend while she did her thing. <laughs> and some old Kevin Costner movie was on, Tin uh, Cup. Yeah. With, with uh, what do you call it? Subtitles? Uh, subtitles. Yeah. I guess. So it was just, I was just like, I'm just having fun by myself <laughs> and that's wonderful and that's fine and that's yes, something yes. lovely that you know sometimes we forget too that it's just really fun to just be oh yeah by yourself oh yeah oh yeah but yeah and um, old kevin costner movies oh sure they're delightful yeah. oh sure uh, he, he plays the same guy in every movie he really does but it's really great you know um he's likable i was talking to someone about that, that there are certain uh actors who always play the same character in different yeah, movies oh, yeah. and sometimes they pull it off because like you have drew barrymore you have kevin costner and they're just really likable and you're yeah. like cool be yourself all the time yeah but then you got Kristen stewart and you're like what are you right are you What's sexy your sadness? Yeah. Sad sexiness? I don't yes. know. What is it? I'm Tiny feeling, sad sexiness? Uh, what I don't blanket. know. <laughs> um, you know what's funny is, have you seen her on SNL? No. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> you have to What, does she like up. smile? No, no, no. <laughs> she does a, um, it's a Tostitos commercial. <laughs> it's like a bunch of people at a foot, like over, the scene is like, there's a bunch of dudes like cheering on the football game on this big TV yeah. and they're eating snacks. They're like, hey, honey, you're going to bring some more chips. And it's, um, oh my God, I can't think of her name. Who's the one that does the Miley Cyrus impersonation? I know. You know who I'm talking I, about? No. Oh, shit. I wish I did because then would I'd know, help you out. You would know this, this actress. But um, 
it's her and Kristen Stewart kind of like, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, do you want to help me with the chips? And then, you know, they meet, their eyes meet, and it's one of those Kristen Stewart love scenes <laughs> where, like, she's just all, like, cross-eyed and vulnerable. Yes! And, like, oh. and soon they're, like, on the floor making it out, and it's just, like, Tostitos. <laughs> you know? is, it, is it on SNL? It's an SNL, Kristen Stewart, Tostitos commercial. We'll watch it. We won't like play no, it while we're on the you show. Know who it is. Pull it up. Vanessa it's Vanessa Bayer. Vanessa Bayer. Oh Bayer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So all we right. can watch it. We can watch it when we're wrapping up because it's. I, just I wanted so to, you know, because you were b- um, oh, my yes. bottled and Vanessa Bayer. Right here, so I yeah. yeah. We don't want to leave us hanging on that one. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. no idea how we got there. I love it though. How did we get there? I don't really. Oh okay. no. No, no. It's okay. We were just talking about it. was a beautiful about, little yep, yep, road yep. that we went down. There was another one that I wanted you to oh, read. Yeah. And Thank let me you. look at the time. Ba, ba, ba. Oh, we're good. Sorry I failed the vision. Chris is texting me. First, Chris told me, I'm going to be painting the bathroom, so I'll just have my headphones on, no Skype. I say, sure. <laughs> then she says, uh, give me a minute. My son called me. And I say, okay, great. Call when you can. She's like, I'm yeah. calling now. Hey, I'm calling now. Cool, we're taking a brief music break. That's when we were look at listening to Sia. I remember. And then I say, I'm not hearing a ring-a-ding-dingy. She says, calling some British chick. I don't know what that means. Then she says, see that wall? I painted it. <laughs> then she's like, oh, see wow. those cabinets? I'm painting them. Oh, my goodness. Just finished the bathroom. Then she says, it's not in the stars. But um, <laughs> she... Oh, this is a beautiful progression. Sorry, sorry I failed the vision, but something had to give. Please tell the writer that I will read her glimpses soon, and what I read so far was super cool, uh-huh. and I really liked it a lot. Great thread for a book. So simple and fun and thought-provoking. Oh. Yeah, she'll. we'll have to tell her all about it. So Thank the you. one was about um, – hold on a second. I was just there, and then I flipped. Da-da-da. <laughs> it was the that woman. That was a beautiful little like thread of – Yeah, yeah. We've been talking to each other for a long time. Hmm. Uh, um, yum, yum, yum. It was, oh, Violet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say that Violet's been another one that I've gotten comments on of people saying that's me. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I can't wait to see how. So, so read it. And this is number 20, Violet. Yep. Page 25, because... I didn't think about the fact that it was her that cover and shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They just take up time and space. <laughs> they just have numbers attached <laughs> to them for no reason. Ah! But okay. by the way, like, I made this cover. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. It's cool. Okay. Violet. At the dinner table, Violet laughed. Yet, while the tone was convincing, something about her stature seemed rigid. As she shared about the trials and triumphs of her children, a flash of wings snuck out. When Violet started, bleh, when Violet talked of her husband and neighbors, the wings started to flap. Violet's eyes flashed to the window. No one asked about Violet, and she never thought to share. Instead, she flew to every window, hitting the glass again and again. The conversation at the dinner table continued without her. Oh, okay. So let me tell you about my two ways of looking at this. Yeah. Maybe three. Love it. Okay. So um, the first time I read it, I pictured her trying to maintain like a composure at a dinner party, but like seeing a bird flapping against the window and she wanted to rush over to it and like 
bang on the window, right? Oh, okay. Because yeah, it yeah. was kind of driving her crazy. So that was my first pass. <laughs> Love it. Then my second one was that she was becoming a bird that wanted to fly and she yeah. couldn't get out. Yeah. And the other one was she was becoming a bird that she pictured um, trying to get in. Oh. Those were my oh, three takes. Oh, wow. I love it. Okay. I so love what it. Do you, what do you say? Okay. What say <laughs> you? <laughs> well, uh, my my take of it when I was making it mm-hmm. was actually the second. Okay. Um, and where it came from, like I remember when I wrote this story, someone on Snapchat had sent a picture of in their cottage, a bird had flown in through the window and mm-hmm. was trying to get out. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of how it started. And I thought about how, you know, sometimes in conversations, uh, women can be forgotten and it could just, mm. we can be lost and then we can feel trapped. And then we're like mm. that bird yeah. that's trying to find the window out of this life mm. and we can't. Oh, man. But still smiling at the dinner table. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So this looks to me, this cover, mm-hmm. like it looks like when you have really pretty marble countertop or something. But oh, yeah. Like if you zoomed super, 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 super close into it. Yeah. So now I kind of wonder how you made it. And is that a person? <laughs> I would love to tell you how I made this. I love tell talking me. about this cover. Tell me. Okay. Uh, so what I did was I took a piece of uh, sketch paper, because, uh-huh. you know, sketching, everyone does it, right? Sure. Uh, and then, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and I had taken a bunch of pictures of eyes off the internet, Ooh. and I had printed them, and I had pasted them ah. all down with um, Elmer's, with um, uh, rubber cement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I had found, like, this tissue paper, and mm. it was, like, that, that nicer, finer quality tissue paper where it has, like, the little tendrils of cloth still yes, in yes. it. You can see those. Yeah. Uh, and then I painted that on top, uh, again with the with rubber the rubber cement. cement. Thank you. For some reason, I don't. I can't say rubber cement. Um, you just did it. I did it. Woo! Uh, and then plan. I took antique modge podge and I put it on top of that to give it kind of like that yellow yeah. feel. Um, and uh, which you know, like I was in a mood when I was making this. I was just mm-hmm. like, I got to make the cover. I got to make it today. And I was like, okay, get your sad feelings. Look. And then I. Um, <laughs> Um, Turn on Sia. Oh, no. Um, and so then I made it, and it was one of those things that I was like, I need to finish. And then it was, and then I just happened to have all of these art supplies upstairs because I always do. And sure. I happened to have the Modge, which has unfortunately uh, justified me buying art supplies for sure. no reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then you might have also noticed that I mentioned that there were eyes. Um, someone brought up to me, and even though I, I Google searched for eyes and I did it under like mm-hmm. um, available for. Uh, yeah, free usage, free use with yeah. modification. Yeah, uh, someone was like, "Do you still need to cite them? Even though I mean, like, you don't have to pay them, but shouldn't you still cite them?" And I had printed off pages and pages of eyes, and I couldn't like cite all the sources, and I wasn't quite sure because I had self published, right? And so I got a little nervous, so I used my little friend Photoshop to to uh, squiggle them all out. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Because wow. I tried making the cover again afterwards, yeah. um, just without those eyes on underneath it, and it just didn't have the same feel. This was the cover, and so uh, I just had to get yeah. rid of them. Uh, Photoshop has a really great cloning feature where you oh. can clone a piece of it and put and it somewhere else. It? Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. what I did, and that's what this cover is. And then it got scanned, and yeah, I dig it. Yeah, it looks. Um, 
it kind of looks like somehow like piles of concrete. Yeah. But also kind of dreamy. Yeah. It's interesting. And it's, and again, like, just like the stories can all be interpreted differently, so can yeah. the cover. I had someone tell me that it looked very naturey. Oh, uh, like water or something like that. Okay. Um, so yeah, everyone has a different opinion, um, which I think is great. And something you'll also notice is the ebook has a slightly different color cover than oh, the physical book. Okay, and that's just because of I, you know, it was my first time self publishing a book like this. And um, oh, that was the other thing I wanted oh, to ask yeah. you was about like the process because I think Whew. lots of people go, "I'm going to publish a book." And yeah. for a while, I worked for a publishing company. And I talked to so many authors and small publishers that, like, don't realize when they're getting into it. And I'm sure yeah. you didn't, didn't realize this, but you don't realize, like, oh, I wrote a book. Then you're like, okay, well, how does one publish a book? And then you mm -hmm. decide to publish it. And then you're like, well, then now how do people buy the book? And it's like, yeah. oh, there's another step. And it's like, well, then how do you market the book? And then there's uh -huh. another step. There's, like, another step. Yes. You think the biggest, hardest part is going to be writing the book. Exactly. And then, so tell me about the process you went through, kind of some of the pitfalls, whatever. Mm -hmm. And and triumphs. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, I would happily, yes. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. So one thing um, that I did was I used Amazon, mm -hmm. um, and they have a self-publishing program. Okay. Which is really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, because meaning like a software program or just like you work with them. They have a program called, uh, I believe it's still called Kindle Create. Okay. Okay. And so what happens is you download this program. Yeah. And you can upload your book into it and then you can make a KDP file. Okay. That KDP file then you can use to put back into their system. You have to put your cover in there. The cover has to meet certain requirements, which was okay. a pitfall for me because I had I had the the cover the way that I I thought it was going to be, which is what you see in the uh, ebook. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. Yeah, and so I thought like this is going to be my cover, and I tried to put it in for the physical book because I was like I want to have different formats, mm -hmm. um, and it it wouldn't work. The size was wrong, even oh, though it was shoot. even though it was big enough because it was longer than it was wide. Right. The the computer was the like this doesn't work. Yeah, that drives me and crazy. Yeah, so I had to like crop it down and make it back. So into can the I file. ask? Did yeah. you try anything else? Because that the, that seems so smart. Just to go. Oh, I use this Amazon program. How did you find that? Yeah. Were you just googling how to self publish or what? How did you find it? Well, uh, sometimes we can use our our previous failings to help oh, us out. Oh, okay, great. great. Uh, <laughs> yes. So a few years ago, I I had a, a brief stint where I thought I could like make it on uh, on YouTube uh -huh. uh, with these spoof little uh, <laughs> these spoof um, fake children. Oh. These these smelling for yes, yeah <laughs> okay cool uh, these these uh, spoof children's books for adults yeah. you know like there's one called uh, you might need a hug you might be a pirate what's great about having no sense of direction <laughs> and so <laughs> oh, I love and, it and so I would make these books having a bad day um, yeah and, and first off uh, so I'd make them and I just draw them and I wanted to put them online and so I used the Kindle program for that mm -hmm. for children's books which are like under the children's book format, and that's right. way easier. Oh, uh, but I—that's I, how I started it because you just kind of scan it, it pops Did it you right use up. Shannon Haley again? Then? No, I used my uh, my real name of Shannon Coon for those. Okay. okay, so you can actually still find them. Okay, uh, ebooks only. 
Okay. Uh, you might even still be able to find the YouTube videos of me reading them. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is fun. Uh, but I <laughs> one of the things that I learned from that process was give yourself realistic timetables and be really kind to yourself. Oh, um, yeah. Because I had told myself during that time, I'm going to write a book every single week. I'm going to write one of these books every week. I'm going to pop oh, it up. I'm going to have it on YouTube. And I made it. pressure. I know. I know. And then I, I made it about like um, uh, a little over a month. So I made like five books, I think, total. Yeah. And then I burnt out because yeah. I had made a book every single week and thought that that was sustainable. <laughs> Dude. Dude, that's Man. too much. It's yeah. a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But so when I did the program for that and it was just so easy for children's books because you really just upload right. it and you're done. Yeah. Um, I thought it would be the same for, for physical books. Right, right. Um, some of the things that I researched that were important is um, – you know, you need to have some sort of copyright in it. You need mm-hmm. to have some sort of statement that says, you know, like this is a work of fiction, names, characters, right. places, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so I did do some research. I also did like, am I allowed to use certain names? Am I allowed to, um, you know, what about corporations? What about those things? Right, right. And there was like a gray line to it. And so, yeah. uh, for example, um, one of the stories mentions lip gloss. It was originally chapstick and I made it lip gloss instead because I was afraid of copyright. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. So I took really the road of caution with that stuff. Um, oh, wow. And then there there were some pitfalls where like I'd read it through and um, – you know, I thought the format was okay, but then when I uploaded it, then this thing didn't look the way it was supposed yeah. to. Yeah. And then uh, I think the hardest part was, or one of the hardest parts was, mm-hmm. well, you, my descriptions aren't great of like bio and uh, back of the cover stuff. How and long have you like been that. working on it from like starting to write yeah. it to it being published in for sale? So I started this in December and then I published oh. it in June. So this is a six month process for wow. 24 stories that's amazing yeah getting it done yes well you know uh this this is a year for dreams right and every year should be uh sure yeah and so gosh i love it thank you well i told myself this is something i really need to do with my life i Mm want to be a writer Mm -hmm. it's what i've always dreamed about yeah whenever i lose the writing equation in my life everything starts to go sucky yeah Yeah. Mm and so i was like i'm just gonna do it and so This this book has been the focus of six months of my life. Oh, yes. Oh, Sherry's holding a book. Shelly, Shelly. I get really excited sometimes and then it's words okay. go and away. And then L's become R's. I know. I was it's just, just like, like that. Okay. I'm holding up my notebook that says what I need to say? write this down. <gasps> I write oh, this I need to write this down. I was like, she's telling me. But now I get so excited that I can't read for a I second. I need to write this down. <laughs> I need to and write this down. Realized, oh, my God. And I realized, like, I spend so much time in life. Like, you can find yes. pictures of me for the last 25 years. And see, here's And I'm mine. in the background. Like, it, with a notebook, or I'm yes. sitting at the bar with a notebook, or I'm sitting yes. in church with a notebook, or yes. I'm sitting on vacation with a notebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You have to have one, and we're you the same with one. that. And it's I have to have phone notes, yes. and then I have a tiny one yes. that can go in a smaller Yes, purse. I know. Yes. You have to have them. I do. You have to have them. And it's so true. When I have my smaller, like, going out purse, yeah. I have a smaller notebook that notebook. goes in there. Yeah. Yeah. Or my phone notes. Like, there was a, yeah. It's And when I don't have one, I'm a little anxious. I'm yes. Like, does anybody, my friends are like, give, paper? give her something to write on. Yes. Like, give me a napkin. I know. And I'll okay. do that too. I've used yeah. napkins. Oh, I, yeah. And, and be like, does anyone have a pen? And, and yeah. Because there has to. And it was so yeah. funny. When I was a kid, it was books. 
right? Having books. I had to have a book yeah. with me all the time. Yeah. I think part of what made that easier is the fact that I always have a book on my phone, right? Right. Kindle. Right. Yeah. And now it's, you know, I always need to have a notebook. Yeah. I need to be able okay. to write it down. Okay. Well, so... Um, Oh my gosh, so fun. You guys, this was our first live author event. <gasps> you guys. Yay! Oh my gosh. And it was one of our very own. Oh my gosh. Thank and you now for that, having oh, me. It was so fun. It was, of course, as always, bigger and broader than I expected. And I loved um, just hearing the way you approached everything and um, the choices that you made. And gosh, that is so interesting and wonderful. So, um, the next thing we're doing is Hope in the Dark. Yeah. Hope in the Dark. And um, I think just in our current political climate, it'll be fun to discuss that. Mm -hmm. And then after it that. It has given me some hope so far. Like I've yeah. started reading it. Oh, and I'm have. just like, okay. Oh, great. This is, this is helpful. <laughs> um, yes. Oh, good. I am going to have to talk about the other ones. I think the next one is my friend Ken, who's also an author. Oh, yeah. And his is beer cans on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. It's like a hitchhiking memoir thing. <laughs> and he's written a bunch Aww. of books. He'd be a great one to talk to you. Oh my god, yes. you guys should be you guys should meet each other on the show for Heck sure. Yeah. He's wonderful. So um and he writes a lot about the cannabis industry, actually. He used to do the blog, the oh. Bloom uh, City Club blog. Oh my uh, goodness. and he was yeah, and he would come to all the meetings and kind of write out the minutes of the women grow meetings, stuff like that. So he's an yeah. advocate. Uh. And yeah, so I want to take us out with, tell me, as we're winding down here, tell me why Regina Spector's Eat is the taking out song. Ah, oh, man. Well, um, one reason is because, uh, well, first off, thank you for sharing some of your stories, too. Oh, it was really great. you welcome. Yay, fun. And with Regina Spector, you know, she is a poet. The way that she writes mm -hmm. is all about the inner person and feelings and, and she, she makes you understand yourself in ways you never thought you could, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, yeah, I love her so much. And the song Eat, uh, it's like forgetting the words to your favorite song. Mm -hmm. It's just the, the entire thing is the feeling that, uh, you know, I guess you could say that she's what I aspire to be, you uh, know? And so her that's, songs, uh, do you know Grand Hotel? Yes. Oh, my God. Come on. Oh, my goodness. I love her. I know. And it, there's certain times of year, like fall, mm -hmm. where I find myself just like, that's the mood. That's yes. the mood. Windows open. Yes. Breeze. And those songs, her songs. Oh, Everything. Honey. I know. Yeah. She just... It. Incredible. Love it. So that was Reeds and Weeds, you guys. We... I ate a medible. Yeah, uh, we talked about Shannon's book. We had our first author. We mm. listened to three songs, or we're going to by the time we're done. <laughs> we talked about Toni Morrison. We tried to have Chris, but she couldn't get here. But she painted a lot of things, which is great. Good, which for is her. great, and had a great conversation <laughs> with her son. We still love her to pieces. Yes, and we love anybody who's taken the time to listen. So let's Thank take you. it out with with Regina Spector. Thank you, Todd. Thank you. It's like forgetting the words to your favorite song. You can't believe it. You were always singing along. It was so easy. And the words so sweet. You can't remember 
spent half of your life trying to fall behind you're using your headphones to drown out your mind it was so Deciding whether or not to steal, he opens a window just to feel the chill.